Welcome to the Yellow Pill Podcast. My name is Wale. And my name is Toby. Each week, we take on familiar dilemmas and wicked problems that we all face. On the Yellow Pill, you can expect intimate conversations and provocative questions that can change the way you experience the world. So, shall we begin? Hi everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of the seventh season of the Yellow Pill. This week, we talked about abstinence, or celibacy, or however you choose to describe not having sex, pretty much. Anyways, we had two friends on who are currently married. Um, well, not married to each other, but they are married, right? Like married friends. Um, and, you know, they were old friends. or they've been old friends for a while, like since days in Ibadan. I think you'll find out in the episode how long we've known each other and the last time we actually were all together on a call. But we brought both of them on to sort of like tackle this idea of abstinence, right? You know, did they choose to wait before marriage? If they did, why? And, you know, were those perspectives shaped by culture, society, environment? Um, on the episode, we actually talked about the differences between abstinence and celibacy and our thoughts about sexually active individuals who at some point opt to be celibate um, moving forward we talked about the pressures married couples who've stayed abstinent actually face trying to have sex for the first time because that's a thing um, but we also talked about the part society has to play when it comes to you know such pressures well and i actually enjoyed ourselves during this conversation and we hope that comes through as you listen but catch you at the end of it as always bye um, so today we have we have two amazing friends and Wale was saying how our podcast episodes are really like catch-ups for, for most of us. So uh, we have Tito and Banjo on the call, two recently married friends. Well, recently is relative, but uh, we all grew up in Ibado and this is the first time we're reconnecting in a while. Last time was at Tito's 17th birthday and she's not been 17. <laughs> she, she's not been 17 for a while. So but anyways um we're talking about um abstinence today and all forms of like the different shapes and forms to the existence to be honest um and obviously in this generation where it's pretty much a sex crazed generation and that's not even putting it um you know exaggerating it in any sense um but you know there's still a few people out there that decide to wait to marriage or maybe they've had sexual experiences already but when they get into a committed relationship they decide to abstain for different reasons sometimes it's religious sometimes it's you know maybe physiological there are different reasons why people you know pursue that and things like that sometimes um even with partners that you've already sort of like been with people decide to you know be celibate up until marriage again for different reasons and all of those things so what we want to explore in this episode is you know people's journeys through that and we brought a married couple because obviously that's kind of like a main context for this but me and Wally would also be adding the single pringle vibe to it as well um god help us as we do so but anyways um <laughs> welcome to to the podcast um Wally, actually i'll let you ask the first question to be honest um and then we'll just kick off from there yeah, I mean, you know, when you said it's a, uh, I'm not sure, I can't remember what you, I think you said it's sex crazy generation. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I think I, I think I wrote on the on the chat on the note I wrote sexually enlightened culture, <laughs> and and you, you can call that's it. Say, a, that's just a mild way to talk that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why the craze has increased. <laughs> I know. So because I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say how. That's it. I was just gonna say how I was gonna say how the different words we use just mean the same thing, but like one let something off the hook a little bit, you know, and you know, and you know, you can see how people use words to make things either more serious or less serious. Um, but again, as you said, I think you know why this is important is because 
people often also think that you know abstinence as a practice is is less common than it actually is. Um, from some stats I read, it's not as um, as it's not as scarce as as one might imagine. Mm. And you know, I think I think I think it's a good way to talk about it because one of the questions that people just often want to know is, well, if you decide to be abstinent to your marriage, what is your reasoning process and why? And Toby gave some examples that might be obvious, but it's always obvious to everybody. So I guess I'll just start by asking you guys, like, what was your decision? Why, why, why did you make that decision to remain abstinent? And when was that decision made? Was it a one-time thing or over Wait. a period? Are we assuming? So we can we can start from if you decide to wait if you feel comfortable sharing. Um, again, the podcast can be edited after a bit, but um, I, I'm just asking Wale because your good, question, your, good your, call out, yeah, good exactly. Out. Your question good assumed out. that they both waited. Good call out. So yeah. good call out. Good call out. Good call out. Cool. All right. It's okay now. You've <laughs> said it like that. So good call out. Yes, I waited. <laughs> uh, okay. Good call out. I'm, I'm a man that likes to hammer home. Um, hammer home my my point over over yeah. a period of times. But yeah, um, let me since since story spoke, let me start start with you too and just tell us like what was the reason be, behind the decision and and how did that come about? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I know that this is not primarily or predominantly a Christian show, but mm. I'm a Christian and I carry my I wear my faith really proudly. So I kind of made that clear to the person that invited me. Um, that mm. you can't remove me from my faith and you can't remove my faith from me. Mm. So basically it was, I got born again at 13 um, mm. in teenage church. And I I just, I was introduced to a, re, a relationship actually. Auntie Deshala is the person who led me to Christ mm. and walked me through the journey. And she made sure that it was a relationship she sold. She didn't sell religion because I actually told God, fam, if you give me rules, I'm out. I'm, I'm going to go fast because <laughs> I don't like rules. So so um, I, I'm glad that he, he kind of took that into consideration and gave me someone who was very relationship conscious. Mm. And so for the person who loves me and literally does everything I want and is my G, I just naturally didn't want to do what he didn't like. Right, not like I didn't sit under the umbrella, not like I didn't go around do it's not as if I didn't uh, stand me now. But <laughs> oh, yeah, but but yeah, I would, I but I didn't, it was clear, you know. I just even posted something on my YouTube, um, just the post just went up, it's a two part post. I was talking about me, boys, and Valentine, like I kind of dated like a lot of people, um. But it was always on the table. It was mm. always on the table, like no sex, you know. Mm. Uh, don't ask me about kissing. Like, I don't know. <laughs> don't give me, don't ask me anything. Because yeah, 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 I, yeah. I kind of do that. Like, You're kind of outing yourself so, here. But, like, 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 that, that one, that's your personal relationship with God. Ask God if you can. If you can, can me, don't it, ask yeah. me. But sex, yeah, nah. So yeah. that's what like solidified my work with God. And I asked him to help me because, you know, don't be easy though, you know. <laughs> the times you take cold showers, you just take a walk for no reason, just you know. So yeah, yeah, that was it. It was my faith. Yeah, it is my faith in God. Yeah. Okay. So was it since you were thirteen then that 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 you had? I mean, was it since my introduction? Yeah, you know, funny enough, I, I don't remember um, teenage church, I, the Stone Church nature being a church of rules, mm. you know, it's so weird to me now when I, when I speak with um, teenagers, cause I have, in fact, the reason I came late is because 
I teach teenagers on Saturdays. On Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, it's weird for me to hear them revise or tell me about the rules. Mm-hmm. So it was always, I think Mrs. Bash nailed that thing, in all fairness. Mm-hmm. I give her the props. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about rules, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's just something you just kind of, you were just conscious to not to do. And, and that made it better than, oh, I don't want to have sex. I don't want to sing. I don't want, because mm-hmm. the more sin conscious you are, the more you are, uh, the more probable you are to fall into, fall when into sin. It was yeah. just, yeah, when you're trying to avoid it. So it was just, it was just something God, like God is my G. I will not want to do anything that will not make him happy. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that 13 year old thing of course i revised it a couple of times because then you date a fine guy and like he's fine he says the right words <laughs> you're like god i still choose you man yeah this boy be touching the buttons though but like yeah yeah, ah, yeah i still yeah, choose you yeah, yeah so yeah yeah, yeah 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 i think it was 13 but it was also like a daily you know choice mm, to mm, still stick with god yeah i think it's interesting from what you said and i'm going to come back to you that in a second because um when you mentioned the rules thing and yeah I, I think you know that made me think about maybe the relationship you began to develop with god at that point pointed you to pointed you towards more of why um, abstinence was important for you as opposed to yeah. just, just telling you that it is important yeah it is important. You know, I, I don't even think it's told like it is important. I think it's told like, oh, if you don't, I, I don't know if you guys have seen Mommy Gio. Like, if you don't, you die. If you don't, you go to hell. You don't, you know, and yeah. that's in the, ever, most evangelical ladies have, because I had vaginismus when I got married. After I got married, we didn't have, I, we couldn't have sex for a year. So imagine you not, you've been, abs, you've yeah. abstained from, you got into marriage and you couldn't have sex, you know? So that's, you know, that mindset of it is wrong, it is wrong. And then suddenly becomes a duty. Not that it's even right. Not that it's mm. pleasurable. Not that, mm. you know, it's just, oh, it's now a duty. So mm. that, it doesn't do good for, mm. because at the end of the day, sex was made by God to be enjoyed. Mm. So if you keep telling people it's wrong, it's wrong. It's not wrong. It's just mm. not, it's just, how would I put it? It's just a time-bound thing. It's wrong now, mm. but it's an enjoyable thing. Mm. So I think relationship does that more than religion. Religion just sells this. If you don't, you die. If you don't now, mm. it is, oh, it's a duty. So whether you're in pain or sex is not working or whatever, suck it up. It's your duty to your husband. I mean, we have mm. a very warped way of, of talking about sex in the faith. Mm. 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 True. 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 Banjo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my story is a bit funny because honestly, I basically just had to think about this thing maybe like when I saw <laughs> the, the guideline of the of, of things we were trying to cover and I was like, whoa. Okay, so I started to ask myself these questions, right? And then I tried to see. So for my own, I think um, I think growing up, I watched a lot of um, English setting movies where there's an, the, the guy is the hero and he has to go and save the princess uh, and then they live happily ever after. So... Funny enough, that kind of formed how I wanted my life to be, that I was going to find the princess and I was going to save her and we're going to give up the bath. So my mind was always going to be, um, my mind seemed to have, my mind seemed to have the concept of I was going to find the one, I was going to find the one. So I wasn't, I wasn't somehow really interested in a lot of relationships. So when I tried to get into one in secondary school and then, and then, and then she left, <laughs> <laughs> in SSO and then I of course I didn't read 
for my examine. This is one first time I've just said to my life. So by the time after that, I'm like, you know, I just told myself, oh I'm my like, God. yo, I'm not going to waste my time with any of this, of trying to do any relationship. If I'm not going to find, if I don't find the person I know I'm going to get married to and be with, like, I don't want to waste my time with any other person or try to get into any relationship unnecessarily. So being in that space, I think, um, and then also, of course, growing up in a Christian background, then sex, like outside marriage, things seem to, it didn't necessarily apply to me because like my focus or my mind was, I wanted to find the one who I was going to spend the rest of my life with and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I guess that was part of the things that seemed the way mine started out to be. And then of course, as you, as we grew older and stuff like that, you start to interact with, um, you start to interact more with your faith and start to say, okay, um, what are the answers behind these things? So this, this rules that we've had over the years, um, what do they mean? What do they imply? Or uh, I think I think I was also at a stage, um, or maybe I shouldn't jump into this part here. I think I went through those stages whereby you're questioning, uh, where you're rebelling against the faith and saying, okay, what are we yeah. doing exactly? You try to branch out just experience and try and see what exactly is happening in this world and try to to just see what is happening. So you should start to do different things. Um, I think, but for me, fortunately, unfortunately, I never got into that space whereby mm-hmm. I I had chance to explore Excellent. that area. So it didn't happen like that when I was in that phase of, of my life of trying to just see, okay, I'm against the church, I'm against the faith, I'm against whatever you guys are talking about. I'm on my own now, but I just didn't get that chance to maybe, or maybe I couldn't allow that chance to happen whereby when I was in that stage, I would get that kind of opportunity or or I would be in that kind of environment that such thing will be influenced upon me. So I think that, and then, um, so yeah, but finally, when I finally got into like relationship and then um with the person my my the one uh i found out married to now um i think as at that time we had we had grown up a bit in fit um so of course we could answer some questions and then you're wise enough to know this thing is not necessary or this thing is not applicable now or this thing is not needed now um of course you you go through those stages whereby like you said like you um it's not it's not easy fighting all those stages but you go through those stages but you already you already have that foundation like okay you've agreed, you've tried to eat some of the food which they have which you or you've tried to eat some of the research you've done on your own and the level of conviction you have with your faith and know that okay um answering question about who you are now or what you should do or what you shouldn't do you are in a stage whereby okay i understand myself this week i understand my faith this week i understand what seems to be right and what seems to be wrong so yeah. um i wouldn't i shouldn't go in this line i shouldn't be in this line i shouldn't do this things. i shouldn't do things like i shouldn't do things like this so um i think that was that's that's pretty much for me that you're a good guy <laughs> you, in, in like one sentence you're a good guy <laughs> no i didn't say so i, I didn't say Don't so worry. i like that come i didn't say so i didn't <laughs> say so i said i don't mind <laughs> But yeah, I think from bunch of what you just said, it sounds like there was first like this. Um, there was there was first an emotional backing, or rather, you had this emotional complex where you know you you were you programmed yourself, or you were programmed from what the things you were exposed to that you wanted the idea of you and somebody together. Um, and before you even defined what that you and somebody meant, 
you just want the idea of you and somebody in one uniform way. And then, of course, that seems to have served as, as its own filtering tool to the kind of um, things that you engage with with people, you know. And, and of course, mm-hmm. as, you said, as, you, as you grew up, your faith then began to also add its own, you know, weight and meaning to how you, how you navigate your relationship with your, obviously your, your, your current wife. I think going back to what we said at the start in terms of, you know, us being this culture, again, depending on where you're from in the world, but generally speaking, the culture of um, sexually crazed, like sexually enlightened. You know, if you are abstinent to marriage, you often, that will often come up in conversations with your friends, right? Mm. Or, or maybe with your family, maybe like you're at a party and then someone's taunted about a guy or a girl, and then that, maybe you're like, oh no, I'm not on that vibe. Or maybe it's a case of somebody asking about, about some girlfriends or boyfriends that you've had, and then that comes up. But oftentimes, when it comes up in social interactions with people, some people might look at you as, you know, what is this person talking about? Or who is this? Why does the guy think he can do this? You know, you might, you might feel like, like a rebel in this culture. So I guess, like, how did you guys navigate that field? Did you, did you ever, first of all, did you, did you experience that idea of being a rebel against, against what seems to be more common amongst your peers or society or media? And how did you navigate that feeling? Let me start with um, Tito on this one. Okay. Okay, I can. Um, I, I'm a natural rebel. Um, so I think everything <laughs> I've ever done <laughs> in my life has always been against the norm. As in, I'm so used to it now that it shocks me when I go along with things. Mm. Like, if people don't ever raise something, it get, like, I, am I doing what I'm Like, I've always been. I, I felt, I had the call of God as well when I, I gave my life to Christ uh, 30, uh, 31st July 2005. I got my first call of God, the sign that I was called into ministry, November 2005. So that was weird because I was 13. It wasn't common for, it's either you were called of God in the crazy, God forgive I'm sorry, but like in a fanatical way where, okay, you can't relate with people. And I had those kind of people in my school, in Bojan National College. I don't call some of your faves because they are popular now, mm-hmm. you know, that they, they, they were two of them in my class. They were called of God. And so the rest of us were going to hellfire. So they didn't talk to, you know, but I, I, it was weird because I could be, I could be social and you still know that this one is different, you know? So I've always been that. So I think I'm very comfortable with being a rebel. So I don't think I had any way. I don't think I felt any sort of way, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I will feel a kind of way if I'm just going along with everything, you know? So I, 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 I have, times when I think about stuff, I want to know why I believe this thing. I want to know why this makes sense. And to me, the Bible and my conviction with my relationship with the Holy Spirit is the end all of the matter, of any matter for me. So if I know that God is not in support of this thing, then there's nothing. I don't care who you are. I don't care what body of knowledge you represent. As long as God is not in support, then and I'm going to be vocal about it because the other side is very vocal about their own. Yes, sexual <laughs> fluidity, sexual orientation. So I, I, I've always been the voice for what is, uh, yeah, would I say, right? Yeah, mm. I've always mm. been the voice for that. Like if even cancel culture, 
like I don't believe people should be cancelled, especially when they're sorry. Like I, mm. I've always been that kind of person, Sha. Mm. Even my parents, my family had to get used to me. Mm. So, like I'm different. I've always been different. So I, I think what you should ask me is, how do you feel about what is the popular? Like for instance, I use an iPhone sixes, and I don't apologize for it at the moment because I'm in Lagos where children that can't even write a proper sentence in English are using iPhone 13. And they want me to feel sorry. So I feel bad for them. So I can make you feel bad with your iPhone 13. Is that bad? That's how I am. That's how my mind has always been. Rather than pressure me, you'll be the one under pressure. So I've never been, I've never, I've never, been, I've never been bullied by things like that. Yeah. So, because, especially because people know what is wrong. Everybody, oh, I think that's what I was about to say when I went off. Um, I feel like everybody has this deep, seated notion of right and wrong then you can deny it you can forcefully pretend you can you whatever renounce recant whatever but it's there so um that's why you know what's funny when when i talk about sexual purity and i talk about because i have quite a following on instagram and social media and all that um and i speak about sexual purity abstinence and all that sometimes i'm not even attacking anybody for instance, somebody asks, oh, those of you that are that abstain from sex or are celibate, how do you um, deal with sexual urges? It was on a random blog on Instagram. And I commented, oh, take cold showers, take a walk, uh, watch a movie, like just distract yourself from it. And a lot of people came for me. I did not attack anybody. There was a question and I answered, why are you guys feeling attacked? I didn't mention your name. I didn't talk about as in, I didn't even say, oh, those of you that are... I didn't say, I just answered the poor lady that wanted to know. Maybe she was celibate, I wanted to know. So mm. I feel like people get triggered by their own um, emotions or by their own convictions, and then they want to project that on me. However, you can't bring it to me because you go <laughs> collect it. <laughs> yeah, no, so it's, it's quite interesting because I think, although it occurs a lot in this idea of like sex and abstinence, I think it's kind of like consistent with everything that happens online. Everything just gets very polarized. People project yeah. their feelings on every single topic that's out there and if for something that is very personal yeah. like sex and sexuality people go overboard with things like that but just to not to take us to backward a bit but like obviously now for anyone listening now it sounds like oh we just gathered christians and we're talking about this obviously we're going to have <laughs> we're, we're going to have a certain perspective on it but um let, let me kind of like add a bit of mind to this like i don't know how much i would share and how much i'm comfortable like completely sharing but um so don't worry, I, we'll finish it down <laughs> So, but but Sarah and I went to the same. Sarah and I went to the same church growing up, and I agree that a lot of when it came to like these matters of sex and even just dealing with the opposite, um, sex in this case, there was more focus on like understanding things and not just following rules. So that was always me, right? And even when I started, like I didn't have to have a girlfriend until what until um what maybe ss1 or two which again some people consider that early but just reference to what you said banjo you should add that you were a fine boy all your life <laughs> yeah but i was a small boy 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 and then you had this relationship wait wait to do 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 freaking wait so wait 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 Ah, uh, that killed me. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, guys, don't listen to them. What I'm trying to say here, just to bring us back on point, is that I can relate to what Banjo said about depending on the kind of exposure you have early on, it yeah. would tend to feel a bit easier when it not easier is not, maybe not the right word to use, but like what you're exposed to affects how you think about certain things. So, it's you know, easier actually. Yeah, easier yeah, is ex- correct. 
exactly so for me that was kind of like my case i wasn't again i didn't have the i, I had the cute boy looks yes but i didn't have the i guess the courage of someone that would be in those certain situations and so technically i would say i was priced out of certain conversations and certain vibes although i went um, to give I, me their names <laughs> what? what what give me their names who Which priced names? you out <laughs> my friend toby no 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 I, I, oh, let me just say i priced myself out basically because when you're looking like in isi <laughs> looking, oh, yeah, yeah 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 in isi when you're looking at all the bill boys that i don't understand you're like is it now me that wants to enter yeah. that same situation and so so technically <laughs> that made that kept me from a lot of things but then obviously right, um, so can i ask you a question yeah please can go I, ahead. can i ask you a question yeah, so go for it, go you went you were not the friends you you will not be friends with all them girls you were like they are g so Basically. you are you ah, i know that line i don't want to know that boy next door i was not for me no it, 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 it was just no guys no it was just a natural progression of things right but to be fair like yeah, it, yeah, by, by the time i by, by the wait oh god i knew this was going to be a bad idea but but, it, <laughs> <laughs> but by the time no man she's she's calling y'all like it's not wait, a bad idea wait, i like wait. it yeah no okay so so let, let me just cut the show so what i'm just trying to say is that so by the time i now got to say uni like um you know i started getting to exposed to a lot more and then it now starts to test okay. your convictions about certain things right you yeah know, when, when you now have the opportunity to do certain things so it's not like yeah okay, exactly you're, you're no longer sheltered by whatever was protecting you before you're now free and everything and to be fair i think you know I still made that decision or I constantly made that decision to, you know, for me, it was just Sorry, understand. what decision yeah. I talk about? Because you asked us to clarify. What yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The, so the what decision, decision did you make? Yeah, the decision, to, decision. No, to not have sex, to not have sex until marriage. Thank you marriage, so much. Because you made marriage. us hate. So yes, 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 yes. <laughs> the decision to not have sex till marriage. Um, and, and to be fair, like even when I was in a long-term relationship, right, um, then that, <laughs> yeah, the, the, that was a bit tricky. That was a bit tricky because you know, fast forward past that when I'm having conversations and they're like, oh, you know, have you had like, I guess, yeah, it's a conversation is to happen about if I'd had sex before. And at the time, the answer would be no. And wait, mm-hmm. wait, with who? With the person or with No, no, friend? no. With like post, post that, like back in the right, dating okay, pool. Right, right, right. Okay, post okay, relationship, okay, right. Then. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, the question would be, oh, how can you be 20 something and you've never done, like, first of all, they didn't believe. It was most a case of, I don't believe you. Like, yeah. You know, you're lying and things on. like that. And for me, yeah. I'm like, well, who wants to be lying? But anyways, most of the people didn't believe me. But obviously, I always had like evidence or like stories to back it up that made it seem like it was genuine. Um, and then I think it, it then became a thing of like, um, and I'll start to, and I'll start to like, think about, okay, why exactly am I making this decision? And, you know, you find yourself in very complex yeah. decisions sometimes, because sometimes you start to test the limits, like you skirt around the lines and stuff. And, you know, I remember we had, we, <laughs> when this summer camp, I don't know if you guys remember Salt and Light camp, but I, I went for one of those. What do you and, mean? I didn't test summer camp. I already know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah yeah and you know there was this thing where there's a question they give us this paper and i was like where, do, where would you draw the line basically like you know when it comes to dealing with understand. so there was there was holding hands there was kissing there was yes, necking yes, there was yes, everything yes Heavy, heavy pattern. That's actually when I found out. That's your limit. You can't, you can't, nope. 
for, for me, the, even the petting thing, that was even where I found out what the meaning of the word was, right? And this was a Christian yes, camp. Yes, it yeah. was every person. Yes, yeah, yeah. And they I described like it and were like, it. oh, you understand? And But to be fair, that game was, a, that thing was a cheese because wherever you drew the line, the moral lesson was that you're not going to stay at that line. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so for me, it's because so they were like, so they were like, because they were like, even if you're holding hands, by the time you hold hand finish, you want to do the next thing. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, I remember this was Dr. Bash that took it. Yeah. yeah and, I, I remember, and I'm like, I'm like, that. I'm like, that, that's not logical because it means if I'm even talking don't to the person. Them. Yeah. It's, it's like, if I, yes, don't mind them. I said this. <laughs> don't mind them. So, and, and anyways, um, just to answer, just to share my story as well about being in a space where everyone's talking about this thing and you've not done it, and then you know everybody yeah. calls you weird and things like that. But to be fair, like Tito, I, I started to own it uh, for a long time. Like I was that guy. Like it was kind of like my story. I owned the story, and at the end of the day, it, it almost becomes easier to not do it because I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking for myself because for some people, you know, it, it actually puts pressure on them to just get it out of the way because they didn't want to deal with all of these things mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. over and over again. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. P- you know, one thing I noticed as well as um sorry to interrupt. Mm. Um, mm. one thing I noticed is most of these people mm. kind of want to be like you. So it's like, really, is it possible? So they mm. can what what is mysterious is usually laughed at initially, you know, mm. like ah, it doesn't make sense and all that. And then when they see that you constantly say, actually, I don't, I don't what what's okay, so what has it done for you and all that? Mm. I remember, yeah, I had people who now had to think that okay it's actually possible because sex is sold in a way that it's nobody nobody abstains it's mm. sold in a way that um virgins are abnormal it's, that's how it's, it's sold so when they see people like who constantly say well i'm a virgin and i abstain from sex and i don't in fact i'm okay and all that it, it shows that possibility so yeah mm. yeah it can initially be weird but yeah um banjo like so regarding obviously social circles and stuff you know I think I think if I was in if I was in Nigeria if I've been in Nigeria for the last five years I'd probably answer this question probably mm. know the answer, but since I wasn't like you know when Toby said about obviously people ask the question where there's a party whatever it comes up, did you have that often and were you in spaces where you where you were open about your or you had to be open and you chose to be open about your decision to like remain abstinent. Yeah, so, okay, I think for me, um, I think, like, it's almost the same way Toby had it, because I think, um, I don't know if to say it was the stigma was placed on me, or or some, or maybe, or like, how to put it exactly, because, like, people just maybe automatically saw me and just knew, not this guy. Um, (laughs) When you say people, do you mean, like, like, girls who, like, would have fancied you, or, like, just anybody who just thought you can have fun or something? No, I think what I think mean by people, many guys. I'm not really sure. I spent a lot of time around women right, guys, have okay. such discussion. But I think guys will just see me and just know that I know this guy can't do anything. He doesn't get down. I'm just no, like, I mean, like, down. why do I do I do I wear this on my face? So, but like, everybody just sees me and they just put me in that box. And sometimes it feels bad, like, it's like, they're like, no, I, I want to bam bam. I want to chill with the big boys. <laughs> like, it didn't start off. It didn't start off as a fit thing for me, right? So hmm. me, it was just. I mean, I just didn't. It just didn't seem like something like like I wanted to engage in at that point in time. So like, it wasn't. It wasn't more of a faith in, in the in the in the beginning for me. But mm-hmm. people just saw me and put me in that box. Like this guy, this guy can't do it. Uh, this guy can live with my sister. I can live with my mom. Like, do I oh, wait? I, 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 I see what you mean now. Yeah. So like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, I, I, I just can I ask Wale a question? Because Wale has been asking me. <laughs> 
No, I will. I will. I will definitely come for. But let let Banjo finish. <laughs> let Banjo finish. So, yeah. like, so I'm just like, why? Why do people like? I don't know why people put me in that box. I don't know if there was something because I like, and that's what I was going to say. Like, um, unlike um Tito, I mean, kudos to you. I didn't necessarily come out and say, guys, don't do this, right? I mean, if I was in the setting with guys and discussion was coming up, I wouldn't say, ah, don't do this. If they were having a discussion, I mean, we'll just start fighting. But I mean, it's just that. If they look at me, it just ends up being no, not not this guy. But I'm I'm like I'm 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 with you now. We are we're, we're not friends. Like why do you think I can't I can't like why are you why are you already getting oh me God. this way? So well, everybody Man, just seems to. I feel like I need to fight for you. That was wrong. <laughs> you for for no reason. I feel like yeah, I so need I mean, to fight your battle. What's this? And it's, and it's been like that like since secondary school. Like people just they just think like, this guy can can. I don't I don't know this. What did I do? <laughs> you know what? Wait. This was like a good place to pause. So okay. So let's go off. When we come back, we're going to do two things. <laughs> but uh, you is Wale. Yeah, no, when, when we come back is Wale. Yes, yeah. So when we come back is Wale. So it's my podcast. I'm gonna ask the question for sure. All right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back, people. <laughs> the mic is on your is on um, your table. Yeah. No, but like I was, I was, I was just saying that, like I needed to unpack. And Tito, I'm gonna speak. Don't worry. But and I did manage to unpack that <laughs> that um, point he made about, you know, um, you felt like it's been that way for you since like secondary school, where you, know, you feel like like nobody took you, like you feel like an outsider. What, but. How how did that unravel in this sense? Because obviously, at leaving secondary school to university, it's not it's not every chat that you're having about sex with girls or abstinence. That probably comes up later, later. I mean, depending on what kind of um, environment you're in. But I mean, in our own environment that I'm familiar with, I don't think we as friends ever spoke about sex with any girls. I don't think mm. we did up until... I don't think Why we ever did up until like... Up until like maybe we probably would have at some point if 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 obviously we remain in the same place. But I, honestly, I don't think. I, honestly, thinking of the context of our particular friendship, um, it's just I don't think it was ever a subject. Like we would talk about girls, but I think we just always stopped that. Like, uh, like I want to get with this person, but not. Like, yeah, yeah. But my point there is like the point where we talk spoke about girls were the yeah. ages where was secondary school and maybe early university. So there mm. were still ages where we were not really, really in the position of relationships that often. As far as I remember, anyway. Anyways, anyway. But it's about Banjo now for now. But By the way, I think it's, it's good that you have friends like, like this also to write so that you have mm. friends that, that keep your, your children in check. So, I mean, having friends that also not, did not have like that kind of mindset or maybe we're not too exposed to such things would also help form the person that you are. Because, um, mm. like, I believe secondary school relationships informs the kind of person that, that you end true. up being mm. with. So, mm. so thank God mm. for friends that we had in secondary school. Shout out to the Yellow Peel Pod. <laughs> <for those guys. laughs> yeah, so, but okay, yeah, 
explaining the frame concept into university i think like so moving from from like secondary school to university um higher side to ui same boundary some of the relationships that from secondary school um still ended up having them in university so being around those kind of settings right. again when okay, i got back again. into university uh, um those guys maybe kind of maybe already um maybe painted an image of, of what i was in secondary school to other people around other people that we end up meeting so it kind of just, like just caught up on generally or caught on generally and then mm -hmm. so like just continue to feel that way so i think so initially i think like in my first year yes i still tried to maintain a bit of my um maybe like isi um relationships from like in the first semester but i think like second semester i tried to like totally branch out and just try to make like totally new new set of friends and just different people from like different different backgrounds and stuff like that just trying to create new relationships and stuff like that so i just tried to cut that off because i think i also um i want to change the sphere of influence or like what i was being influenced by in my from my first semester in my second semester so i just try and drop them but of course um you already you already started making um, bonds around that area so of course it ends up linking somehow somehow and it mm. just continues to to you guys so that's basically i think how it's it's it trans it, what's the word again transitioned from like, the transistor yeah, yeah from yeah. that from that part to continue to that part so that, that's basically how it was okay all right cool mm -hmm. well you have your answer for now um what is the question exactly tito <laughs> well let's so what was your own you understand me now because everybody has answered what was your own um conviction or what did you what was your conviction and what informed your conviction <clears throat> concerning sex and abstinence what was your conviction um well good point um, sorry i said good point good question um i think it also assumes it also assumes that 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 i said I what was your conviction i didn't assume anything what was your conviction as in or what is you're what not is? married now right yeah. right right sorry. well what? Sorry, I, I think, was talking to you like a married person. Yeah. As a married person, you have no choice. <laughs> so, <laughs> you have no choice in that regard. So, yeah. Um, what is your conversation? I think, I think growing up, and I, I'll probably specify the ages, so let's say from university to, let's say last, till about 2017, thereabout, um, my thoughts on sex or abstinence was probably different from everybody on this call, right? Um, I was not in the camp of of thinking or going around um, with abstinence in my mind, but at the same time, I was also never also never in the camp of of entering relationships or navigating relationships with sex in mind. So it was almost like boundaries on in, in in sense of like yeah, I've always, I've also also been. Well, I I used to be. I still am, possibly. Actually, what am I saying? I used to be, but <laughs> I remember. I remember. I remember points where I would think about a life of one man, one woman. Right, Bando is the metaphor of princess. I just thought about it as myself and one person, yeah. um, monogamy. So obviously, my relationships that I formed, the ones that were most formative, which was probably early, um, early university. For me, it was just a case of this is what matters to me right now, and I in that relationship, I never had the conviction of whether abstinence was good or bad. Now, I would also stress that you guys started off by linking your faith to this. There were those points in my life where faith was not a 
a measuring stick because I was I was I was never what's the word religious like that. My introduction into church was was obligatory, you know. I and I never really took it as a um. Sorry, what would you use? Personal thing, like a personal thing. personal thing, exactly right. It's only until recently where you know, and I think Toby and I talk about this, where that is beginning to unravel bit by bit. So start, so starting from the point where I evolved into obviously a teenager into more of an adult, there was no faith basis on on guiding relationships. Mm-hmm. My rational thinking was just the idea of I like the idea of monogamy with one person. Whether it's a strong relationship or whether it's um, figuring out things together with one person, but at the same time, I am not closed off on possibilities that would happen in terms of um, sexual endeavors in that relationship. Right. Okay. So I must also stress that I then realized. I think I said on podcast before. I think Toby, you know, you know this as well. I also realized. That in the last four years, um, and like this last four years, I use it because this last four years have been like a different shift for me. And the last four years was when hmm. I began to realize that the possibility of, 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 no, not that, the possibility of abstinence <laughs> was not as mythical as it seemed. Because I was in a relationship with, with somebody when I was 17. When did we enter university? That's sixteen, right? Yeah. Sixteen. So seventeen. Yeah. yeah. So seventeen. And 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 I remember I remember that relationship kind of drifted away because she wanted to be abstinent, but I didn't understand what that really meant. Right? <laughs> and wait, wait, I'm sorry. Go on. You right. said you said, let me just help you to you get me. You said she wanted to be abstinent. Yeah. But yeah. I did not really on awe. Is it that or I didn't want to be abstinent? Why don't you just say it? You said she wanted to be abstinent, but I didn't really understand. What okay. did you understand? Well, both are correct. But let me let me tell you why I use the word I don't understand what that well, means. Well, you like to use euphemism. <laughs> you see? You love it. Uh, well, I'm using euphemisms. <laughs> so you so you are right, you are right in the sense that that yes, I did want to have sex. But <laughs> let's be real here. No, we are, we are we are we we are being real, but why I use that word particularly of me understanding was I did not understand what it meant for someone to have that sort of, that such conviction behind them. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Right? Got it. That's what yeah. I meant. So mm-hmm. it puzzled me more that she ha- wanted to like yeah, yeah. Ha- why why is this so strong? Yeah. You get so mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like that is what has changed because I have been in relationships. I mean, no, no, so no, no, not that. In the last four years, as I was saying before, in the last four years, I think I've met more people in the last four years, actually, um, friends, potential girlfriends in the past that actually have been on the abstinent journey that I met in my last um, 23 years before that, hmm. if that yeah. makes sense. So like in this last four or five years, I've met more, more people as friends that I've just spoken, that we've just talked and, and then I've learned more about just that actually this is not a mythical thing. There are legit, the legit framework of thinking behind this, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. in that kind of box, I now understand what it means. I understand why it is important. And at the same time, because of the understanding, I also then feel in a position whereby 
you know, if I have to be in that, I'm confident that it will not be a problem for me. Mm-hmm. Can I sort of like... Sure. Yeah, I, I finished that thought, Wally. Like, because it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's a bit... Sh- okay, so the shift I want to take a bit now and I'll probably throw it... Wait, wait, but before yeah. you go on, is yeah. Tito happy with what I, my, my answer to the question? For like- now, I still have another question. Are we running? Are we not yet? So the shift I wanted to make is that we've, been, we've used the word abstinence a lot like since the episode started, right? And I guess we're using that as people that have never like prior to either getting married or abstinence to marriage, whereas you mean didn't have sex at all till marriage, right? And then there's this idea of celibacy, right? Which is maybe someone mm. has had a sexual experience, but after that sexual experience from they that paused. point, yeah, yeah, from that point till they then maybe got married or whatever. Um, so I, I, maybe the question I'm asking you to do is that, you know, what's your what's your view on that because i think there's also a distorted perception of of the way sex and abstinence works particularly within the faith where you know people feel that you know if you're not a virgin or everything there's just this weird narrative around that and people start to feel yeah. worthless if they've had sex before um and i don't think there's enough people that or like i i know maybe i'm more in the right circles but i feel like there's this gap of, of space where people that have maybe I won't say made a mistake, but they they consciously decided or whatever had sex and then decided from that point on that they weren't going to do it anymore and you know they're mm-hmm. now abstinent or they're now celibate, whichever word you choose to mm-hmm. use. So what's your general narrative or thoughts about about that? Because I feel that's a a bunch of people probably fall into that camp. Because wait, you so always, yeah. uh, so what are you asking exactly? Yeah. And are you asking like what is what is the general thought on? I think I get people who maybe were sexually active or yeah. whatever at some point and yeah. choose to be celibate from that on. Are yeah. asking if that differentiates from journey of abstinence from day one? Yeah, 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 pretty much. Um, that last one part of the question, but there's also like, I think- Yeah, I think more. I got what you were saying. Yeah, Toby, and I also yeah. understand what they Okay, mm. so generally, I'm not of the opinion. If we're going to use Bible ta- terms, then we're gonna, if we want to use it, as because what mm. I notice in faith is people use the one that is most convenient for them. Mm. It's very common. So um you forget that murder, according to Jesus, is you think negative thoughts towards someone. You forget mm. that adultery is you look at a lady and you desire her and she's not your wife. You get me? So that's according to Jesus' standard, many of us all have sinned basically right. so um you can't really hold anybody down because in the end um it's not about what um the person is is about now the bible says now faith is i'm sorry but like i have to no, please, like no, is no, a no, now no, thing is a present is a present thing what is this person doing now you mm. know and i understand that faith idea another thing you know when i talked about virginismus and i got a lot of ladies flooded to my dm i had to do a post where virginity is not payment for a good marriage you are not using it that okay god i'm a virgin so give me a great husband you still have to do the work in marriage you still have to do the work in choosing the head you are going to submit to because many people choose stupid heads and then they start complaining about submission so the idea is choose you have the first right of choice Choose somebody that you can submit to. Don't say, oh God, choose for me. You choose based on the Holy Spirit and everything and submit to the person. So the, the thing is, a lot in the faith, it, it pains me when people say faith and what they are defining is religion. Is religion. 
actually, when you start to condemn another person, you don't have that right. You can't even condemn homosexuals because it's written in Romans 1 that, oh, they had, they were given to their inordinate um, feelings because they thought they were wise in their own eyes and everything. And Paul goes on, Romans 2 says, and you have no right to judge them because even you, you have your own in your body. That's basically what he said in Romans 1 and 2. So you can't judge anyone. I wrote a novel about that um, called Cascading Waters, the God of Second Chances. If somebody decides to be celibate and you, who is a virgin, you're having oral sex, you're having, you're kissing the guy, you're making nails, you're playing with your boobs and all of that. And you're judging another person that has had sex before and I shut your mouth. Please help us to shut your mouth. You get me like be fast, like real quick, like be quiet immediately. Another, another one is, if you do not have, maybe you don't play around that or you don't have sex and all that, but you have sexual thoughts because according to the Bible, you're not supposed to have those thoughts. And God will not say, oh, this one is just thought. This one is the act. Oh, you sinned differently. All have sinned. So you can't, you can't um, be an advocate for your own case and be a judge for another person. It's just very simple. Now, if you are, if you have had sex before and you decided to be celibate, I applaud you. It's in fact, it's more work because I mean, you've tasted it, mm. so it's harder. If people like us that didn't even now, I was raped growing up. I was raped at six. But if if people like, and I still fought libido issues and all of that growing up. So imagine someone that actually actively wasn't raped. It was consensual and all that. And then you now say you want to stop. I feel like that's more work mm. than somebody who never went, who never actually played around us. Mm. So really, I, I, I don't see the difference. I, 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 in fact, I applaud the people that they've had sex before and then it is, I think in my own little understanding, I applaud them more than those of us that decided that, okay, from get-go, we're not going to try it. I mean, well, see, when it comes to faith and religion, I hate religion with such a passion. It, it, it disgusts me because it's, it's annoying. You, you, you judge people that sin differently from you and you think that you have a right or sin the same way that you do, but their own is popular. How can you who has aborted be judging someone that is pregnant? Don't you think that you are silly? It's, it's a silly because you had sex, you got pregnant, you killed the baby. Somebody had sex and oh left God. the baby before you say, oh, because she had sex before marriage. Be okay. quiet. Okay, okay, okay. Very fast. That's my take. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We've got we've got we've got like quite 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 around and 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 a bit. So, you know, but but thank thanks for asking the question. Um Banjo, do you want to like we'll just maybe quickly what your own thoughts about that are cuz I'm also going to shift gears a bit from this as well. Yeah, um I think okay, so I think for me regarding that, it's just um how do we say? So, like it requires more work and, and then like it's, it's not an easy journey to 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 no. break an habit or mm. let's, let's say if something if it had become an habit for instance it's not something too easy to break an habit and replace it with something else or it's not really easy to let something go that you were already involved in and then say um uh, i'm stepping into this new line or i'm going on with this new face it's not something easy to just say okay i'm turning away from this and i'm not doing it again so for people who actually decide to take that journey and just say okay um i've been here before and then I'm, I, I i want to try on a new path like kudos to you and just 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 like um to say like there's really it's really not necessary that we look at people and then immediately pass judgment on everybody's case or pass judgment on anyone at all for any reason um because like this um the way i try to look at it is like like um my understanding of of how of how sin is before god or just like you said is um 
everything is like just what, what did you do done this wrong you've done this wrong everything is still sin before god god is not yeah. looking for the one that did sex especially god is not mm-hmm. looking for the one that killed <laughs> especially like everyone is like that's it everybody this is it what is sin you've all seen that's the end of it so whether you told the lie whether you had premarital sex whether you killed somebody whether you went to rob something like that is still the same thing um it's just that the 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 impact of of um of 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 um consequence of yeah yeah or the consequences of sex is just that you get to feel it more on yourself um than mm-hmm. i think i think that's the way the scripture you feel it more on yourself because like you're the one that's you did it like it's your body so like every day you have to look at yourself and look at yourself um you might have to look at yourself and look at yourself in the light of that of that thing and not instead of you trying to see yourself as who you were meant to be or who um you were originally designed to be so you get to look at yourself and try to look at yourself and see um this is me and this was me and this is what i did in the past so every day you can you can decide to put up an image whereby you're constantly looking at yourself in a negative way and then that's that's why it, it seems to be more work for people that are trying to change that way because you have to try to change um how you look at yourself or how yeah, you look at yeah. what you've done with your body and then that's that's why um like kudos to those people yeah where do you both toby and mm. banjo and that's because i, I, I already got titles outside the start where do you both draw the line um sorry well it was my answer you said you got my answer, please. Yeah, he, what do you mean? You what said, my answer? You said your answer at the start was um was actual sex. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I'm oh listening. I'm listening. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> okay, but uh, Baja, you to go first, and I'll just jump in after. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. so. Okay, I think it was, it was quite challenging um, <laughs> to line, right? Because like, um, so I mean, I, I started to read and, and like try to read and just check different people's stories uh, i tried to read um i think i i, I saw td jake's um message about from td jake's regarding that i saw um uh, this stephen curry i was stephen curry that basketball i saw i saw a story too and his wife uh, and then i mean there were just like all these different stories i saw and then i didn't know it was it was hard to to say okay uh, <laughs> don't do this. I still answer the question. Or, yeah, it's not. Is this parabolism? It's still parabolism. Yeah, not. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like maybe my so, okay. network has been Let me make it easier for because, you, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. So necking, heavy petting, kissing. I be Toby really tells for him. <laughs> so let let's just start from the final bit. Do you draw the line? Do you draw the line at the final bit? Sex being penetrated. Does that is that where you draw the line? Or earlier. Um, I think now I wouldn't. I think I wouldn't. I would. I would. I would advise to draw the line earlier. No, we're talking no, about you. Your experience. Like, your experience. Like, wait, oh, where did you draw the line? You. Banjo, you six days. Why? I think. I think. I think it was. It was there. It was. It was at that point. But I think I. I did change it to even being. To it even being. Earlier. <laughs> to power is back for, yeah. this, for this session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you changed right. it to earlier. Okay. But um, Toby, yeah. how about you? So I think. It, Kept moving, it kept moving, mm. like going, um, mm. going back and saying, okay, no, yeah. it's Drake. It kept moving back, like it kept moving from. So wait, 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 mm. Banjo, let me go directly. Yes, Kissing, ma'am. the answer is no. Yes. 
Okay, so I mean, if he's already kissed, well, what does <laughs> yeah, well, there's no point going what up. Okay. Like, exactly. So, da, 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 exactly. So okay, so 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 mine was um like my mine was sex, right? Um, was or is? Mm, why are you putting me on the spot like this? Was. No, I'm just watching. No, 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 I'm watching whether it's changed. Has yeah, it changed? Oh, oh has it changed? Oh, 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 okay. It's still like it's still like it's still. Uh, you asked in the past, like, where was the line? Okay, or, my bad, yeah, my bad. Yeah, exactly. So, no, it's not your bad. Toby thinks he's wise. In both cases, <laughs> both, both past and present, in both, in both cases, the line the line is sex. But when I, when I was in a relationship, it was quite tricky because although I entered that relationship with the idea that the line was at sex, um, you know, I, I already had, like, like, tensions in my head of, okay, can we kiss? can we do more than kissing and things like that? But at the end of the day, to be fair, we just kept, like, we kept moving across different kinds of lines and the sex was the only one that was sort of like the be-all and end-all. Yeah, but then now, as I've, to be fair, I'm still on this journey of figuring that out because like Tito said, a lot of these things, like, it's, if you do it by, oh, this is, this is wrong and this is right, like, that's not really what the question is because it's where your heart is really first, you know, and I was now discovering that some of the, like, I've discovered and I'm growing to understand that some of the perspective I had about these things, like, growing up or in that previous relationship were not exactly healthy. Like, I was mostly just, yeah, yeah, just trying to, like, have the best of both worlds and all of these things, you understand, and you're not approaching with a healthy mm-hmm. mindset in that sense. Um, And again, like, mm-hmm. j- just to put a disclaimer there, like, again, obviously, we, there's, just like uh, our previous episode, um, you know, we're looking at this from the bias or the lens of, of being Christians and everything, Um, uh, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not not taking away of the fact that for some people, that's not a barometer or, like, a metric that used to measure yeah, these things. Yeah, of course. But even, even then, like, even then, I do think that, like, I, I have friends that are not exactly, like, faith people in that sense, but I've made a decision to be, you know, um, abstinent or celibate, however you choose to paint that word. Um, and for me, I think there's, like, nowadays, by the time you look at all that's going on, there's even a bit more practical reasons to support, you know, being that, because you just see all the craziness that's going on, and even for people that, you know, weren't exactly, like, faith or anything, what's going on out there is a bit, like, you know, crazy. But to answer your question, well, the line was, had sex and you know experimented so with everything what, what would you guys that. say are like the perks of uh being abstinent i said what am i abstinent my bad apologies mm. because i don't think that question is ever asked or asked enough what are the perks the advantages i mean yeah. besides besides from a religious standpoint from an everyday okay. life standpoint well i don't even know how to explain this because um I didn't have sex. The last relationship I had before I had a man fast, um, I, I, I shared it. I just shared it. But sorry, it, sorry did you say man fast? It. Yes, I went on a man fast. That's, Interesting I didn't word. Even, I've never heard that Baba, before. I dated. If you go, if you see, if I'm going to put all my exes in a vehicle, it can't be a saloon car. It has to be like a coastal bus. Because, fam, I dated. If I, <laughs> I, average, I, I, average duration, please. Average duration. My dear, I'm looking at like a 12 number. Like, I was just dating guys. So no, but like, how long? How long? How long? But how long with this so, yeah. So yeah. one thing I did was one of the prayers I prayed, which was I think was a wrong prayer, but I think I prayed it in innocence. I got okay. If it's not your will, don't let it pass three months. Uh, so okay, I had so. to. I dated for three days, one week, two weeks. Like yeah, I'm talking okay. about, and the breakup will be painful. That kind of thing. But mm. there was this relationship I got in before. I now you know the guy had a girlfriend even before we started dating. Mm. Of course, he sold me lies, but the thing is, he had a girlfriend right so um we didn't have interesting sex 
Mm. We didn't have oral sex. We didn't have that, but we we did every other thing apart from that. Yeah. And the the and, and I want to answer your question, Wally, but I started from there because I wanted to answer with experience. The soul ties, it was intense. As in, I battled with breaking that soul ties for almost two years because we were actually soulmates. Oh. Now, I don't know if if anybody's like, like, why do you want to put yourself in that kind of um, situation with somebody that is not right for you? You know, um, I, I feel like the perks is number one. I, I just said that, you know, for yeah, the contact, soul. Yeah. It, it's not spiritual, but it's mind. Exactly. Because like, I, I was going to, I was, I was going to try and follow up because, you know, ways people are so That's not even spiritual. a spiritual thing. Yeah. That's a, okay. that's a yeah. mind thing. I, that's I mental. Like mm. where you're, finishing each other's sentences you know it's not a spirit it's a mind thing and it's also as powerful because mm. i mean your mind is where like most things get distilled so mm. Mm. that is, is powerful right um so the the other apart from that there's these stds there's the you're not getting involved with somebody that like i still don't know how people do it because i've heard a couple of times Oh, I can't kiss him. We're not that intimate. Oh, you've had sex. Wait, like, what? I, someone, I wait, wait. I'm telling yeah, you, someone. Have yeah, you heard it? Before? Wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Wow. Wait, what? Or sorry, what? What? What am I? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm shocked that you guys don't know. No, that. may I know? May I know that one? Wait, people. I someone says that. kissing is more intimate. You know, someone people. is a yeah. common thing. People yeah. think that kissing is, kissing is actually yeah. more intimate than sex. I've heard that. Oh my god, I've heard that too many times. Oh, like, and I'm wondering what sort of what sort of what do you say i'm not sure that's how they take it i think they just say they just i don't know i really don't know the defense no, they oh, said, that's true that's true yeah yeah they actually said kissing is more intimate sorry to take it i'm not sorry but actually i heard that prostitutes don't kiss yeah, that's to yeah. let you know that they yeah. actually makes said, sense makes sense makes sense that person you don't kiss so it's 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 the what craziness it? It for me <laughs> no it, does it, it like i mean i'm i'm not less shocked by yeah. by it yeah i'm just remembering yeah. yeah so um so i heard that a lot you get so um there's the stds thing there's the you're able to actually um decipher okay is this person right for me mm. because mm. there's no how you want to piss it uh, like I said, we didn't have sex for one year. I was close to my husband. We did that, whatever, mm. whatever. We were intimate in the best way we know. When we had sex, that intimacy went up like 100 raised to power. I'm telling you, it's it. You can't deny it. It's, it's there. Like the sex, it, it just changed the whole dynamic. And we were married even before then. I don't know if you get what I'm mm, saying. Yeah, so yeah, you don't want yeah. to be in that kind with, with just various people. I really, I really applaud, honestly, if there was no Jesus Christ and everything, I would really be applauding those people that can just randomly have sex because that's like, I don't know. It's very, ugh, and I'm sorry, because this is going to be TMI, but you guys asked me, so you're going to ask. Because <laughs> this is going to be TMI, so get ready. We were in the act once and I was looking at and I'm like, fam, this is actually the fusion of two people. Like, it's, you are mad to actually think that it's nothing. It's yeah, not nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not nothing. And trust me, because they, it has been really 
brainwashed or it has been really minimized in the society today where, oh, you know, just one night stand, has, is even on people's bucket list, have sex with a stranger, all those mm. nonsense, nonsensical things because it's a fusion of two people. I, I really don't know how people are. And then so people like so- me who are emotional, fam. It's another, it's another <laughs> game. Yeah. But we will die there. We're going to make it work. Whether it's me or <laughs> we're going to make it work. So it's better not to. I so like June, June, just... Yeah. So so I, as you were sharing this, right? Like I, I think, you know, was, one uh, thing that was <laughs> I think what, what's occurring to me is that it's I'm seeing how with other things, not just with sex, with other things that have that much power or feel that much more intense, the tendency you see in the world is to trivialize how intense that thing is for yeah. whatever reason right so it's it's yeah. very it's very as you were saying it is just and like make virgin being a virgin the, that's the I, weird I it. yeah it's like yeah it's, it's the cool. weird one like yeah. it's such yeah. a mismatch yeah, yeah. And, and, and and to be fair right it's like for me i'm not again like i said if it's not when i'm not saying put your put our faith heart aside or things like that but i'm like you know, if you want to do something, be real with yourself about it. That I, I what I don't yeah. like a lot of times is the ingenuity that comes with yeah. a lot of people that share about these things. The friends I, I have that you know maybe are sexually active and things like that. Um, at least most of them tend to be genuine about about the whole thing, right? It's like you can sense and they agree that yeah, they're so, they're either suppressing some part of themselves not to get too involved in this as much as they can. And you can see them when, like, the reason why people take decisions to, you know, um, and there are articles, people write scientific journals about people that are like, how abstinence is good for you and all these things, how it gets your mind focused and all of these things. So there's also, there's that camp, you know, this is not even talking about religion. This is talking about people trying to scientifically yeah. like approach this yeah. thing. So my, my own issue generally is just the ingenuity around, you know, how people try to trivialize, you know, what sex is, you know, in, in, with us as human beings and all of these things, right? And so that's kind of like what, when you were sharing all you were saying, that's kind of like what was popping in my head. I mean, that's, that's just for the fact, for the idea that you want to keep your testosterone levels high so that you're more competitive. Yeah. So, so for boxers, they're like, you should not have sex like maybe like a week or 10 days before your fight. So, so it's a, it's a thing. Um, Banjo, do you, do you feel like abstinence in any way? puts put pressure on a relationship to work because i know some 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 might be thinking well if you have to you know figure out you know um figure out a partner amidst the pool of partners that the world can offer you you know and then you merge that with the desire to you know stay abstinent it's almost like does that add to pressure or alleviate pressure in that relationship for it to work I, I, I doubt I doubt however because of the messages that are being passed across to this generation or that people are exposed to it can seem to have that impact on you um, I was in a garden once and then a friend a, a lady who a friend just got married she was discussing with her friends and then um, I would like to assume that Probably um, the lady was maybe previously sexually active with other guys. And then, so she, when she was dissing her friend, she was telling the friend that um, it seems like is I hope you guys said this part out. It seems like his, 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 um, Just say. <laughs> his penis was, was small. Right. And then they were all laughing and then like, why didn't you test it before now and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm like, um, okay, like she's supposed to 
can measure the guy against is like that's supposed to be a deciding factor right which is going to marry right because that was i mean they were on the phone and having a discussion and then just saying like well, why didn't she test it before now that that ah, you that you're already used to to bigger sizes before now you have you have uh now you've married a guy with this yeah. like what's going to happen to you i mean yeah. and the friend, the friend was saying like ah! But she knows this guy, this girl, like, like she likes, she likes big something. I'm like, okay. So, like, now, um, so what are you guys saying? Like, we're going to measure the guys now against um, their sizes before you decide on who you're going to marry. Like, that's going to be a requirement for you to decide. So, those can be, like, the kind of, um, of, of impacts that you have when you decide to expose yourself to those kind of settings. However, if That's a very good point because, grounded, sorry, sorry, continue, continue. However, if you stay grounded and try to um, just grow exactly in your identity of what you want and like who you are, then you'll be able to, of course, um, fight those kind of, of thoughts or ideologies when they come your way and then be able to continue, I mean, continue your relationship in the good light which it already is in and not let that affect you if that's the only area that is actually affecting you guys. Right. Um, why I was saying that's a good point as well is because one of the things that we hear about is sexual incompatibility. And, and as people, compared to what? That's what I well, want to them. When you say well, I'm sexually as compared to what? Well, good point. But I think the okay, so yes, there's a point in what you're saying in the sense that if you've done it before, you have a comparison to make. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's it. So imagine my husband was active. You know, I had people say, Oh, he's gonna go out, so he's going to have sex outside. But because he was it was like oh, I've waited this long, you get me, so we'll just keep trying. But it would have been more, it would have been like higher pressure if he had mm. had before. Mm. That's also like a benefit because he waited, he was a virgin, mm. and the gynecologist actually made jest of him that, oh, you can't even disvirgin your, you get, because it, wow. it was so. Yeah, what's so crazy is the whole story is on Instagram. It's okay, on YouTube, so um, let's come back for um, um, for the final time. We have less than one minute here. I'm coming back for the oh, final okay. time. All right. Okay. So I think I was I was I think I was talking about the idea of incompatibility, and of course you know the argument that she made is valid because she said if you have nothing to compare with then what 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 is the incompatibility essence there? Mm. And, but going back to looking at Bandra's story that he gave about lady and her friend and stuff, he also has that element of you know maybe pressure on the sexual debut. You know, and and maybe there is that idea that some people, because one of the, one of the fears people have about abstinence is like, first of all, incompatibility, but also people are like that. You know, I think somebody said it earlier earlier today, like just to get it out of the way. Someone used that word earlier mm-hmm. here today. Um, people also have that idea of the pressure on that sexual debut. What do you guys think about about that? Particularly the second one. That's a married people question, Sha. So. <laughs> I, don't, I don't exactly have anything to, to add here. <laughs> okay, the first night is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah like the, the idea of a pressure. So, like, do you did, is is there is that a pressure or, or or is it more of a you know the pressure is not as as oh, there yeah, as the, the as pressure. People? 
I don't know. I think it's from both. Okay, so I remember when we got married, we were tired. So we slept for 12, like nothing happened. We didn't even hug. We were so tired. So we just went to bed straight. So, um, but of course we got, I got calls and messages. Oh my God. How was it? You get, so oh, well, like, sure like the next, next morning already. Yeah. People were already sending me messages like, wow. Oh, how was wow. it? <laughs> oh, ex virgin and uh, all that joke. My friends are. Ah. Yeah, kind of, yeah, ex-virgin. Actually, in all fairness, I did it to many of my friends. So it was like, it was their time. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly, she's not trying to. <laughs> so they got me back. What goes around? So like, I got yeah. messy, but then I didn't used to do it to adults. So I, I remember my mom, I even called her. I think I called my mom two days after the work. She was like, ah, I didn't want to pick your color because honeymoon, I don't, I'm like, mama, pick all the dog diet. Like, ah, I don't want to disturb you guys. You get, so mm. there's that. It's a, it's an innocent um, pressure from them, right? Mm-hmm. And then I remember maybe because of that, I cried a lot during my honeymoon because there was there was no there there shall be no entry in this matter. There was nothing. There was <laughs> it was pain and nothing. It wasn't pleasurable. Um, but then I also remember that I spoke with a couple of my friends who actually had sex, who could have sex maybe their wedding night or the day after. And I think for most of my friends, it was very painful from the, of course, it's the female perspective. Yeah. Maybe it's just one person that, oh, it didn't really hurt. It was just a little bit of pain. But for mm. most people, it was painful because, I mean, this was their first time totally. So, um, yeah, the pressure is there. And then there's this line that, I'm sorry, or it's common in the faith where, oh, how was your first night when they come for? Toby, have you ever been in church? And they come for Thanksgiving after. They ask you that in church? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then they are Sometimes smiling. Mama, yeah. shut up, John. <laughs> it was, I was so pissed. Like, mm-hmm. you guys should shut up. It wasn't that nice. I had When he was said, oh my God, he knew what hey. <laughs> Shut up, that line. <laughs> yeah no matter how, unless you guys have been having sex like mm. you guys are constant because even if you guys were active and maybe you were celibate that the mm. first time you try it's For going to be guys, a bit yeah, yeah mm. both of you understanding what you guys like understanding mm. your sexual mm. preferences and everything, it's not going to be fluid immediately yeah. so yeah. stop with the lies it's the lie that hollywood has so because obviously you, you watch, every, watch every watch every yeah even Bridgeting, Bridgeting, the guy, mm. so, uh, the guy that said he bonds for that they bond for each other, I bond for you. <laughs> <laughs> name? Jean Page. Yeah. You know, at the at the point where they were gonna first time have sex, like, oh, that is true. Yeah. Mm. I said <laughs> they, they made that look. Uh, that's true. I they made that look very very seamless. Mm. I remember that. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. 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 We know what it took. Don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. No, because no, it's not. Yeah. It's not, it's not okay. that easy. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But I think for some people, that's why I, I can't say it's, I can't generalize because I think for some people it was easy. Mm. The only thing is they didn't understand, they didn't know each other's sexual preferences yet because they were just discovering one another. So it, I don't think it would be that enjoyable because I mean, it, there's still you, there was no way you could have known what yeah. the person yeah. preferred. Yeah. 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 you're gonna yeah. say. So yeah. Yeah, I think I think um, in just like the way the way the way um, the system tried to get people into um, 
maybe people decided to hold back the truth just not to scare the younger ones initially and that was why they painted the image of trying to make it look like the, the first night is um all, all flower and roses and stuff like that maybe they just didn't want to scare the young ones and just try to encourage them and just try to see that was a good point that's a good point. Nah, it was it, like i mean <laughs> like <laughs> you are scary the cutting <laughs> Ah. No, no, this is not a Christian podcast, we think, please. We uh, think, please. We think, uh, we need no banter, no pressure. No think, pressure. No no pressure. Yeah, no, but seriously, no, 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 because like prior prior to prior to get to like maybe like few days to the wedding, um, both of us were driving like out to somewhere and everything. And then I was just like, and then I mean the discussion came up. I was like, honestly, like I don't know what to do i wish somebody would sit me down and just tell me this is what this is what's going to happen this is what's going to happen and this is how it's going to happen so i had been thinking for a while because it was very close to the point i was like i don't know i don't know how to virgin woman was it was on google he just went straight on google because bam it was not working, pal. He didn't work. No, but you know what's interesting, actually? In, in this same point you both raised, and Banjo, um, I'll let you continue. You, know, you mentioned earlier about how the gynecologist was, was taking jabs at your husband. Yeah. And yeah, Banjo, me too. And, yeah. and Banjo, you mentioned this fear that you had. I think it's also a point to ask, like, where do we think the pressure lies more in terms of what, how society has portrayed it? The man or the woman? And, and, and I'm not even fan of making distinctions. Both are valid, no, no, no. but it's a valid question. But like, Very what valid. do you guys think about that? Because I think what you just said, like, if a fellow doctor, gynecologist, made made was taking jabs at, at your husband over something that was 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 out of his control, and and yeah. Bandu, and you spoke about how somebody made it easy, broke it down for you, relieved your pressure, and that made you feel a lot better. And I can imagine without that conversation, without without that conversation with that person. You have gone into that day or night, or whatever, feeling yeah, totally, a lot yeah. more pressure and feeling like, oh, I'm not even yeah. like man enough or whatever. Mm. Yeah, so I, I, I think for the woman. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay, Banjo, don't worry. <laughs> okay, so I think I think yeah, like um, the society puts pressure on the man because like I think the generally the men are portrayed to be promiscuous, like. A, a man should yeah. be or a man is default mm, mm. should be like this and should be and stuff like this so you you tend to feel like okay um i'm supposed to lead this act because it's expected of me yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to be the one yeah, to know what to yes. do i think that's a male perspective because when my husband and i did the interview for my youtube channel i was actually shocked to hear some of these things that you were mentioned you just mentioned that he felt inadequate he felt like he didn't know what to do mm. he even felt it was his fault like his mm. innocence and how did he put it his inadequacy was the, what was what was wrong you know mm. at the time so he he just masked it because i was in pain mm. but for, for the woman the woman is the receptor in that mm. sense mm. so just give him so he won't go out just give him so so there's that pressure of oh it's now a duty so before you were randy if you if, if you as much as mentioned sex just say sex ah this girl is mm. bad this girl new generation terrible people and then, get and then immediately to... it's yeah. a duty it's not mm. even pleasurable it's not something mm. you enjoy it's a duty it's something mm. you must give your husband so there's mm. that pressure of that immediate switch and then that there's a pressure if you don't give your husband it's going to go out if you yeah. don't give your husband it's gonna you get me so I, I, I even if you go through my YouTube chat, I, I keep pressuring you because mm. a lot of people now shared their own experiences, and mm. I mean, I think I had it good because the experiences mm. were horrible that mm. many women 
are going through or have gone through in marriage because yeah. sex is a duty and it's not yeah. it's not a duty it's yeah. pleasurable yeah. if people paint it's just like when you're fasting you think about the food you are you're going to eat like mm. and it kind of just encourages encourages you to continue like who for the joy that was set before me so what i started doing since i had the sex is i started painting a good picture that listens to me hey don't don't even don't manage it just try because hello you deserve that cloud you deserve to enter that cloud you deserve for your toes to curl. You deserve for your body to. Sh- you deserve. It's a. It's a good. God knew what he was doing. When because he it's a fantastic mm-hmm. idea. Yes, I stayed to my full chest. Every human being must, must, you know. And then somebody actually who had vaginismus was because she heard me describe sex as this amazing thing. That was her breakthrough. That's what she. That she oh, just. Wow. She said she. She just kept thinking this thing is actually good for me. This thing is actually enjoyable. And they hadn't had sex in. I think she got married maybe. Uh, she sent testimony, was it last week? She, that they got married, I think, four months. So she hadn't had sex. They hadn't had sex in four months. And she just heard oh, wow. me say, oh, sex is good. Sex is amazing for your body, blah, 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 blah. And she just went in with that mindset. And that was great. So it, it, there's pressure. But if you guys can just, both of you just do, do away with the pressure. I mean, it just makes it easier for you guys. Yeah. Husband. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That, and that's it. Like both of you just have to take the pressure together. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, um, because like yeah. the pressure is on both sides. So I was going to say something about this idea of pressures and things like that. And I feel that you know this distorted view that you know religious but religion has given sex has created oh, honest. Church, yeah. Oh, yeah. Church. From exactly, and I think it's also what has put certain people into the other extreme. And to be fair, yeah. no extremes are good, right? So people are yeah. like you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to have this pressure, you know, so let me just do it in this scenario. Doesn't have, maybe it's a guy that I just like a bit. I'm not going to marry the guy, but I guess I can make my mistakes in this environment so that when it's now time, I'll be fine. So it's that, you know, I feel that that's because that shouldn't be a thing, but because, you know, the church and all of that has made this thing feel like this whole thing. People are now looking for easier ways out of it. And it's quite, it's funny how the thing that you think is protecting people by, you know, enforcing this message and not preaching the real truth, but just preaching laws, right? It's then pushing into this other extreme where it's then creating more issues. And so, you know, like you said, like, you know, I can't imagine how it must feel like to have waited, for example, and you're, you're thinking about this magical night or whatnot and you get there or you're getting close to it and the feeling you're feeling is pressure. Like it's, yeah. this, it's, it's such a distorted view and it almost feels very I'm painful to fear. think about it. Yeah. I'm fear. Like mm. I have a lot of ladies in my DM, you know, and some of the, their fiances and husbands were insulting me on the blogs. And then the, apparently the girl who is going through the same thing and she's like, oh, I'm afraid I'm, I'm getting married soon and I'm afraid of sex. I'm like, mm. what have they been teaching you people? Which one mm. is I'm afraid of? So something, forward to i remember the day mrs bash mrs bash taught about sex she was on that handled sex education and mm-hmm. she was just teaching about it and i think it was like a three-week um what's the name we were still in um the living room i mean the the ark or something i forgot the mm-hmm. name of our teenage mm-hmm. church at the time and so when she was done she had taught sex and all that she just said how many of you feel like having sex now everybody's hand went up she was telling us that it was a it was not right and everybody's hand went up like she, as much as she was saying, oh, it's not right, she sold it. And Mrs. Bash is a very introverted person. So mm. imagine, she's not even as expressive as mm. normal. Like she's, so she sold it like, oh, but it was like, you want to have sex now, but don't worry, it's later. Mm. So I'm, mm. I'm wondering why a lot of people are sending me DMs and like, oh, I'm, I'm scared of sex, I'm scared of sex. Why? Not even people that I were think- raped. 
Yeah, yeah. No, so, so, so I think, and I could be wrong here, but I think it's a thing of a defense mechanism, right? Like it's, the, it's, yes, it's a coping yeah, mechanism. Yes, a coping, yeah. It's so, so, yeah. So, so, so the way you you know that, okay, you don't want to do this thing before marriage and the only yeah, weapon... so you just put that, your yeah, Exactly, mind, yeah. exactly. The only weapon that works is this thing is of fear. Mind. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, and that, that vaginismo thing is a psychosomatic disease in the sense hmm. that it, it's in the physical, but it, the root is, is mental. It's a psychological so, method. Yeah, it's yeah. a psychological thing. So you have to um, deal with it mentally. Hmm. So it's a, it's a, for for no reason for something that got created. I'm sure. <laughs> Toby, yeah. do you then would so are you looking for a partner that has to be somebody who is, has been abstinent for life, or are just at the point that they met you? <laughs> this quick spotlight question. No, I think for me, no. It's I'm just not, curious. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's not. It, I also want Wale to answer that question. Yeah, that question you, you, answer, answer, you answer. You answer. You answer. No, for me, it's not. It's it's not the thing. I don't think it's a, it's not it's not a, it's not a, it's not a factor. And what the factor for me when it comes to sex is actually a healthy view of sex. That's that's what I use yes. as as a barometer. Not not oh have you had it or not had it. Is like your your view about it. Like what what is it healthy? Because yeah. again. People have very distorted views about sex. I mean, I don't want to like. Oh. It, it, I, it's not because you've maybe you've you've had body count of what. My own problem is not your body count. That's like the person I'm dealing with right now. What's your current view? You know about mm-hmm. not your past, maybe about your past, but about your present and your future. What? Because again, because if mm. for example, think about the thing that Banjo was saying about the person I was talking about. Oh, the size is small, right? That's that still for me is a distorted view about sex because. Now you've now turned it into this thing it's where what you do with it? Yeah, yeah, you understand. I don't know, but anyways, the what one is this? Yeah, no. What do you do? What do you do with this? That's to be fair, small. exactly. To be fair, like it's, it's it's not about size. Like that, that's even another conversation for for another time. But you for me, that would displace your womb. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but Wally, yes, my, my simple answer to the question is that... You brought the, me. And you I brought you, yes. Yeah, I knew, I knew, I knew. We knew, we knew, we knew. But yeah, I'm loving me, it. it's, it's about the... <laughs> it's about the healthy view. Like, does the person have a healthy view of sex? That's yeah. kind of like what's what's my barrier. Yeah. yeah. What, what's yours? Really cool. I guess my answer will be similar to that. Um, I, I can't say yeah. it's a... Yeah, fair enough. You, you can take credit. That's fine. Um, But I, <laughs> I can't say it to be anything different. Just, just on the fact that it's a very, very good way to look at it. Um, yeah. I think the past the exactly. I think the past you can't a past as a, past as a metric is not a good healthy metric to use because then you're mm-hmm. you're bringing judgment into it in some level of way, um, and it has to be present mm. in the future as you said. And obviously, mm. if if it's somebody who is been abstinent for for forever or, or not, or at the point where mm. I meet them, as long as they have that healthy view on on sex for not, not just now but also for the future but of course you have to also, you have to also understand how people have shaped those sorry, views sorry sorry what's healthy view i feel like it's vague so good good what, like good what, thanks for calling us out, out, out on that because we don't like vague statements i think healthy view on sex i love i love that you're listening yeah 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 i think healthy view on sex has just comprised a couple of things so one right the idea of sex what is it done for and what's the purpose right and and is it is your idea of purpose limited by let's say to just Mm -hmm. as a duty as you said as 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 a chore or could it be enjoyable and could it be something that can evolve 
with age to is sex yeah. limited to just certain to actions child, to, ex, ex, exactly mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah. and but also Fine. also even Fine. more important as well is what do you both think is a healthy sex lifestyle mm-hmm. as well yeah. so like Your definition to matters, matters yeah. as well so you know there's people who have different um what what they, what's the word they use drive drive rates drive yes. levels drives yeah. exact yeah. drive so what do you think is a healthy balance for that kind of thing so it's about having the mutual ground mm-hmm. in that space and i think a lot of this comes down to how you just talk about com- communication and it's very sad to hear tito say that many women in her dms you know message her and talk about things because it shows that for 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 some level yeah. there is no communication with their husbands and uh, thank and, you. And it's just very, or their husbands to be their fiancés. Or their fiancés, yeah. They're not talking. Yeah. They're not talking. Yeah, mm. yeah. And, 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 and it's sad because, uh, so I would know that you'll be demanding, like my, even before we knew that I had virginity, of course, we knew after marriage. We already, mm. my husband always said, oh, we will just, you know, we had conversations where he said that is when you are up for it or when you are up to do it. You know, I will ask you questions like, what if I'm not up for it? And, you know, because in the body of Christ, it's, oh, your body is his body, his body is your body. <laughs> That's such... And, very, and people yeah. only use that for just sex. Okay, so her whole... So when she's not feeling well, you don't know that it's your body. That means you're supposed to take care of her a lot. When mm. she's... I mean, the whole work, no, but sex oh, is once I want it that you must... You know? Mm. So thank you very much for saying that one. Mm. People don't mm. have that conversation. It's very important to even talk... Even if you guys are not having sex, before marriage, you still should talk about it. I mm. know where he stands. It can be mm. a traditional man that he doesn't believe there's anything called marital rape. Is that the person mm. you want to marry? And there's mm. actually stuff called marital rape. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. And I'll be honest, I'll say one of the reasons why my worldview has changed on abstinence is because I understood the idea of talking and asking questions a lot more in my um, early 20s than, than, than mm. before 20s. And that's because okay. like, when I get when I get the example of the of the girl I was with when I was seventeen, I I never communicated or I never listened to the points right, which is why I never understood. But I think mm. with my female friends, with the girl I, I the girls I met that who were abstinent, I talk a lot about it, like like why you know when you know how how how, how do you play this? Oh, you're just twenty. How do you know in, in the next five years you can handle it? Talk and as a talk's talking, you're getting different views from people and you're benchmarking what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. And then when you meet somebody yeah. who has that same view, you know that you just don't know that there's a story that they have. And to unlock that story, mm. you have to have that conversation at some point and make it continuous mm. because mm. as they're as they're also unraveling themselves towards you, you are doing the same towards them. So so it could be that what you unravel to them is also a trigger for them to hold back some level of of, of things that they enjoy in, 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 in that kind of aspect. Um, but I think as a roundup, I just want to ask you both, um, what do you guys know now that you wish you did before you got married? Well, we had sex. Sex. And, well, yes, there's that. <laughs> but also just now that you are no more <laughs> abstinent by God's grace. Um, <laughs> you see, what God. do you guys know now that you wish you did? And, and this could... grace of God for me. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, nobody survives without yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and 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 this, and, and this could be anything. This could be, this may not do with sex. This could even be like just the idea of you know how people relate to you differently mm. in in this in this sphere of, of of your interaction with your partners. Does Banjo want to go first? I think I can. Uh, you can it. go first. Why? 
Mm-hmm. I went first last time, so I'm just alternating <laughs> this time around. <laughs> okay, so um, what I know now, I think at, uh, at the phase I am in, I think I realized that men can be very intelligent in everything except life. Oh my God. I didn't even, I was watching what word yeah. was good, sir. <laughs> no, what like, does that mean? A man will not know, as in, I don't know how, but like a man will not know that. I will tell you, like, this girl likes you. No, she's just my friend. This girl likes you. You know, initially it used uh, to piss okay. me off. Like, how can you? But then I just, actually, he doesn't know. And I now started to speak with a lot, because I have a lot of guy friends. And then they started to explain how they too, they don't like, you know, and then I listen to Steve mm. Abbey, um, Barack Obama, and all those people. And I hear how they talk about, we don't, like, a whole president of the U.S. is saying, fam, when it comes to all these decisions, is my wife. I don't, I'm not even the head of the room in this regard, because, like, I've made too many mistakes. There's no need. So I think that they put a lot of, there's a lot of, how would I explain it? You are the head of the home. You should know. And so a man may not be comfortable enough to bear out his weakness. Like, okay, I don't know. I, I really don't know. And mm. be okay because he's a human being. And it's not everything that he will know. And there's a reason I'm married to him because I'm seen as his help meet. So there are places you don't know things. I'm supposed to help you there. But because there's this, oh, your wife should submit. Oh, she should lead. You should lead and everything. It's not a, he's facing the world. It's supposed to be, okay, at some point where you, I can't face the world because I don't know, I will face the world. It's supposed to be like a round thing. Mm. I, I don't know, recently, like the whole marriage thing just shifted in my life. Fam, we've been taught textbook thing. And even with sex, basically, the man should be on top. I'm, I'm telling you, these are things that people have asked me. Where in the Bible did they say, and so the husband goeth on top? Where, where? Show me the scripture because it is it, it, nonsense because it, it doesn't even have to lead in sex. You guys can alternate. Mm. So I, I don't know. I don't even know if I can put this in words. Like it's just where I'm at at the moment. And mm. the question just hits me. Like I'm not able to put it in mm. words, but I just feel like every marriage is peculiar. As much as there are kingdom principles, there's the peculiarity of the parties there. And a man is not supposed to carry the weight on it's supposed to be both parties, as in both. Both of you are supposed to come 100. There are times you'll be weak and you should be comfortable enough to let your wife know, Pam, I don't know this thing. Can you teach me? And be, and be humble enough to learn. Yeah. Mm. Word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, I think, okay, um, if we're just putting in context of like what we're talking about, I think there needs to be, or well, I think it's changed. Uh, uh, and I, I would like to believe it's actually changing even in the in the faith setting or in the religious setting where people where young people are more properly taught on on what yeah. exactly um marriages are like or what exactly sex or sexual intercourse is about so that you don't get into you don't go through life unprepared for this moment or you're stepping into this phase and then be confused or not know exactly what to do so you will be 
properly equipped and then have proper understanding how you should deal with yourself and how you should deal with your partner also in that light and in that regard um two like two great um people i watched on youtube before wedding these the stalwart lovers and then the casinos um their story was really helpful to me also because sorry try that again the stalwart lovers and the Kessenas, I'm not sure I pronounced the name right. Um, the Kessenas, right. yeah. But both of them, because I think it was when you have both parties actually talking about this experience, yeah. it gives you a different understanding rather than listening to just one party um, mm. talk about it. Because like when both of when both of them are there and able to share the different states which they um, they, they both traveled in that same time, just like um, Tito was saying, like when our husband was talking about how he felt and how she felt, like he's feeling inadequate, like, okay, but he's stomaching it and saying, I'm the man, let me just hold on to this, let me, and that's what like many many guys would go through, whereby you just feel like, I have to continue to press on, I have to lead um, this thing we've, we've been, we've, we've promised that it's going to be good. Unfortunately, or we have to go through this stage for now, um, as we progress into finally going to the other stages, but we have to go through this stage now. So you're just building up that courage, you're building up that strength to be able to face it when it comes and not feeling like um, you are the necessary evil that is coming into this peaceful person's life. Mm-hmm. So just preparing the man's mindset for that kind of um, of that kind of situation or when you get to that stage. Um, so I think regarding this topic, yeah, I would say that regarding that. Um, regarding marriage generally, just like we've said, I think we've highly pointed out that communication is key. Communication is important. Um, I think one of the struggles I grew up with um, was I was I also wasn't really very um very communicative person so he, he, he would sometimes tell me like sometimes i just i'm just like okay uh okay like okay well i've been i mean i've worked on it in, in to a good extent whereby i mean i try to seriously come for family meeting time and, <laughs> and oh my guy is so old now man you say that i just like it i know you're old when also, you say let that me just say, nobody yeah. nobody mentioned how really sex kissing is in, as in, there's a different level of kissing in marriage try it because i feel like couples don't i'm serious so. mm. i'm actually serious they they it just is it almost is just sex just you get me mm. like just mm. take time don't have sex just kiss your spouse deeply yeah. it's yeah. it's a yeah. new level of play no this has been a very enlightening conversation and um and 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 i, I think i think toby can always tell that i'm i'm moved by conversations when i'm just like calm like this my hands <laughs> for there and just and just quiet <laughs> that's when <laughs> that, that wallet is just digest that digesting well, things a lot no but honestly yeah. i i think even given given the ratio of people that you say you guys talk to and 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 you see how people you know that, that we think should know certain things that don't it shows the relevance of such conversation even though you might think it's obvious you know and it's really not obvious because you know there's people who you know, who are on different journeys on abstinence and they get into marriage and everybody's just going through different things and expectations and know what they expected. There's no guidance. They don't know that guidance can be gotten. They don't know that things can be spoken about, you know, and then it, it suppresses what should be a very enjoyable experience at the mm. end. Mm. Suppresses that into another kind of chore. 
And then you then begin to f- get filled with regrets or, or thoughts of, oh, was this even worth it in the first place? And you spend days and days, you know, you spoke about how there's a girl who, that I spoke to you, that the girl had not sex for four months because cause in her head, it was just, it was just a bad thing to do. And, hmm. and four months as, as a early married person is a long yeah. time. It's not a very, very short period. That's like January to April. That's a, that's a full semester <laughs> for students. <laughs> You know, so it's it, so so it is, it is a long time. So, what I need to repent, no, it is though. So, so, so I guess my point is like, you know, this has been very enlightening. Um, I think you guys hit it on the head with your honesty and directness because nobody can achieve that on such a medium. So, again, thanks for that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm equally, what's the word? I'm equally proud as well. My, my brother right there is, is speaking on a, on a, on a different wavelength right now. Um, in, you know, you know, and then, then what I remember, you know, from, from, from our long days, and I have a lot to learn from him, and, and I'm sure I'll come to him at some point in the future. Yes, I'll come to off, especially with you. Oh, you. Amen. <laughs> and to of course, with you as well. You yeah. know, yeah. the fact Don't that worry, you are so I'm, outspoken. I'm and you I you, can't wait for Toby. Toby, I've been waiting for now. I'm I'm waiting. For uh, incoming, incoming, incoming. I, I don't know. Incoming. So why are you answering? But yeah, um, what are we incoming here, please? <laughs> okay, I'm I'm just saying that on a faith basis, <laughs> faith, right? Yeah. So incoming. Yeah. Amen. Um, but yeah, um, Tito Banjo, um, thank you guys so much for honoring us your time. It's been, I think, almost two hours. Um, thank you for and thank and thank your spouses as well for allowing you talk about these things you know with us as well um, even though they're not here present um, I'm sure you're both lucky to have each other and uh, yeah much much uh, much more appreciated your presence if you have any last words um, please feel free to dish them out <laughs> okay noted good quotes good quotes good quotes oh good Quotable quotes. <laughs> love that. Okay. Okay. I, I don't think I have anything that can beat that. <laughs> hey there, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Yellow Pill Podcast. If you like our show, please support us by giving us a five-star rating and review. And also be sure to share with your friends, siblings, colleagues, and anyone you think might enjoy the episode. Another way to support us is by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. Release new episodes every Monday, but don't forget to follow us at the Yellow Pill Pod on Instagram to stay in touch with us during the week. That's at the Yellow Pill Pod on Instagram. Once again, thank you for taking the Yellow Pill with us today. I'm your co-host Wally, and right next to me is Toby, and we wish you the very best in the coming week. Till next time, peace and love, people. Peace and love. <laughs>